things and unsettling things that a narcissist will do when they think that no one is looking okay and furthermore things that they won't do for anyone else you know because we know that they're pretty much selfish so without further ado let's just get right into it now just bear in mind that some of the things that i will mention listen some people do some of these things and it doesn't necessarily make them a narcissist but if you suspect that you're dealing with a narcissist or if a lot of the signs are pointing towards narcissism then these may seem familiar to you okay so just bear that in mind as we go over some of the things don't take anything too personal because if you happen to do some of these things i mean listen if you're not a narcissist and you have your reasons then it is what it is but if it does fall along the lines of narcissism, then these are things that you really should take into account. And these are things that you should really prepare yourself for just if in case. All right. So for anyone who has gone through it, they already know most of the signs. For anyone who's going through it, if some of it seems familiar, you'll know how to be directed. And for those who've already gone through it and are over it, kudos. Now, if you recently got out of a relationship with a narcissist, nine out of 10 times, you are consumed with missing them you're consumed with you know thinking that maybe this can work maybe we can try to make it work you know you're in sorrow you're in pain you're hurting and you're wondering you know are they feeling the same way you know or if it's a family member if, if the narcissist is a family member and you had a falling out you may be putting yourself in a position to think that maybe they'll come around maybe they'll realize listen we're family we're related you know blood is thicker than water and you know, they'll, they'll eventually come around and you'll have hopes for it. Well, allow me to be the first to tell you, or maybe the second or the third or the fourth <laughs> to tell you that is farthest from the truth. Okay. This is going to be the real deal. I don't edit anything when it comes to telling the truth to everybody. And I have to give the cold, hard truth because giving the harsh truth is actually what gets people unstuck. Now, narcissists will almost never admit it. But every fear, every dread that you had in the pit of your stomach, are they lying? Are they doing this? Are they doing that? What's going on? Everything that you've ever dreaded when it comes to a narcissist is all happening, okay? With your unawareness and it's under the radar, okay? You were not going crazy. You were not insane. You were not imagining things. You were not making things up in your mind, all right? When it got to the point of discard, when it got to the point of disconnection everything that they try to pretty much play you on and that they try to make it seem like you were going insane is actually happening all right and that's something it's a hard pill to swallow but that's something that we have to take into account so just learn this that when dealing with a narcissist that's why it's advised to stay away from them you don't want to have to keep going through it again now one thing they would do is they will go through your personal things okay Narcissists are known to try to dig up dirt. They try to they're known to try to find out information that 95% of the time doesn't even exist. But because they're always on edge and they're always so caught up in someone doing them harm, someone doing something to inflict narcissistic injury on them, they try to find out information on you. They'll try to find incriminating incriminating information on you to later be able to use it on you if they need to it's a form of ammunition 
they'll go through your things. They'll go through your phone. They'll go through your personal property, be it if it's in your, you know, in your bedroom, in your drawers, or if they're in your house. They will try to find things to basically hold this ammunition in case they need to. You see, narcissists, they think that people are like them, okay? That they are like them in, in their sneaky, underhanded behavior. Only people are better at hiding it. So they'll look for things and make something very minuscule, something minute into something big, okay? And something that could be completely innocent, they will project. So if they find something, let's just say, for example, they found, I don't know, say you're a female, and they found um, a pair of pantyhose that had a, a hole in it. And let's say you were wearing them and, and you tore them accidentally and you just threw them out. And they end up finding that. They're going to automatically assume in their head, she has a tear in her pantyhose. What were you doing that you have a tear in your pantyhose? You understand? They're very suspicious. And the reason they're suspicious is because they're guilty of doing certain things themselves. That's their guilt. Now, another thing that they do is they create a numerous amount of dating profiles. Now, listen, people, you have people who do prefer to use dating profiles as opposed to interacting with people publicly in person. And not every single person who has a dating profile is a narcissist, okay? But they utilize the dating profile tool to basically pick out their targets, okay? Now, if you are dealing with a narcissist who is very attractive, they know they are, they like to be the center of attention, they will utilize dating profiles. And bear in mind, not all narcissists are cheaters. Most of them are, but not all of them. You have cerebral narcissists that are more, more mind, more intellectual, more about, you know, logic and intellect as opposed to creating emotions because they don't know how to create emotional bonds with other people. To a narcissist, seducing people is a tool that they use so that the way they can manipulate, control their partners, you know, possibly exploit them in the future, okay? They use these tools to get what they want, all right? They degrade, they disregard, they will, any request that you have, out the window, okay? They don't care. They really don't. Their thing is to feed them their supply. Once they've gotten the supply that they wanted from you, they have no problem verbally attacking you. They have no problem even physically attacking you. They have no problem putting you down. They have no problem devaluing you, devaluing your sense of self-worth. That's what they do. On the other end of the spectrum, you have narcissists that are very skilled in the bedroom where the abuse is ongoing because at the end of the day, they know that they're good at what they do and because you never had it so good. You have people that stay in relationships and endure the abuse because of the sexual fulfillment. That's, that's the whole part of being, um, as most would call it, whipped, you know, whether it's guys, girls, you know how it goes. But it's, it's that's, you have people who actually endure the abuse because... They're addicted to the other person sexually. Doesn't even have to be emotionally anymore. That's just pretty much how that goes. But you know, all in all, at any rate, a narcissist can be, it's, it's considered a serial cheater. Whether it's emotional, whether it's sexual, whatever the case may be, you know, they're very private. They're very, they can be in your stuff, but you can't be in theirs. You can't go through their phone. They can go through yours. You can't touch their things, but they can touch yours. 
That's how it is. They're known to having addictions too. You can have narcissists that have addictions to somewhat distasteful websites, which would generally explain why narcissists have like their phones on lockdown. Listen, we all have codes on our phones, right? But the majority of the time we put the codes is because if in case we lose our phone, someone can't have access to it, you know? And I mean, at, at, at any rate, if you are trustworthy enough, I've unlocked my phone plenty of times in front of anybody and they know the code. So there is really nothing to find in there. But to them, it's, you know, that's just the way it is. If they're turning their phone over or if they're, you know, consistently texting or doing stuff like on special occasions, they're disregarding you, but they're, you know, enamored in, in doing something else that revolves around that. Yeah. You know, and, and these are things that you catch on to. This is your gut talking to you. So even though you don't have to be fully confrontive about it, you don't have to confront them like head on, pay close attention to what is going on. Because trust me, your gut is telling you something. They try to get in touch with their exes through social media. Now, let's just say you and the person you're with that you suspect is a narcissist. You guys have been having a rough patch. You've been having a rocky road. Okay, been filled with arguments and so forth and so on. And, you know, logical arguments at that, because, you know, if you've had moments where you've been pointing certain things out to them that they know is wrong, but of course, a narcissist isn't going to admit to that. And of course, they don't like the idea of being confronted with their own doings, their own wrongdoings. Things kind of calm down and smooth over and you are unsuspective of anything in regards to what it is that they're doing. You call them, you say, hey, listen, let's go out to dinner. We're going to set something up, da, 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 whatever. All right. You think everything's cool. Everything's calm. Everything's even. And at the end of the day, you're thinking, okay, you know what? We're going to get through the day. We're going to have a great evening and everything's blowing over. All when they hang up, they're back on social media, liking their ex's pictures, maintaining contact with them, things to that effect. Well, reason being is because... They already see that you're starting to see certain things. That mask is falling, okay? And at any given time, you can give them the boot. They need that narcissistic supply. And since they don't have ample time to get that from someone else, if they haven't groomed anybody new, they're going to go back to their old supply, which would be their exes. They're going to basically try to love bomb their exes. They're going to try to worm their way back in with them because that's their safety net. So if it ever boiled down to the two of you not working out and everything kind of crumbles, then their ex is going to be the one that kind of gets that position. You understand? So if you notice how if you break up with a narc, this is why in my other video, why narcissists like to be friends with their exes applies because if you notice that if things don't work out with someone new, they always tend to go back to what they once had, which is the old supply, okay? So if you notice that things are kind of spiraling, there you know, been a lot of arguments, and it's, it's basically coming to that point of the end of the line, you'll notice that their ex is kind of back in the picture. They're, they're, they're kind of back in there, in their environment, because what do we learn, people? Come on now, you know? And it's crazy because it's like, seriously, really? Like, but it is what it is, you know? And that's something that shows you that they don't care. They don't care. They don't care about anything else except for their own supply. 
Get rid of the assholes. The next one, they will try to turn friends and family against you. So everyone has heard of a smear campaign, right? Smear campaign is where there's fabricated false information provided. It's basically smearing your character in front of everyone else. So what the narcissist is going to do, first and foremost, the narcissist already has it incepted in their brain that the relationship is not going anywhere. It's not going to work. It's never going to happen because they have no intention on it working. They have no intention on it going any further than when they say it goes. Now, they will basically fabricate stuff in regards to you to gain the attention of everybody else. So basically to kind of have everyone else turn in the opposite direction of you, maybe raise an eyebrow at you because already they've already gone around telling people how everything is your fault. Things aren't working because of you. What they'll pretty much do is assassinate your character. So without anybody knowing the full truth of what has been going on, because even you were oblivious to the abuse, the covert abuse, they're going to basically get to everyone else before you do. So they're already grooming the whole thing. They are setting up the stage in assassinating your character and telling everybody that everything that's false, everything that they're projecting, they're going to basically manipulate everyone to believe that you're the one who created this whole toxic dynamic. And they're going to make it seem as if you're the one who is obsessed and you know, you, you're, you're unstable and listen, listen, the only thing you got to worry about is the people that you know. All right. So if it's mutual friends or anyone who is on the narcissist side, don't even worry about it. All right. Because people who actually believe the narcissist and seeing the patterns, seeing the patterns of the relationships that they have gone through. If you have someone who's a narcissist and had, let's say, seven different relationships and all of them failed because of the victims rather than the narcissist themselves. If these people do not see the pattern and understand, then you know what? They're enablers. They're enabling that kind of behavior and they don't care. All right. And that shouldn't be your concern. Your concern are the people who know you. Your concern are the people who know what you are about and what you're capable of. Okay. The opinions of everybody else does not matter. All right. So don't, don't, you know, kill yourself trying to convince other people who already enable the narcissist and their behavior. Don't, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time because they're going to end up falling on the narcissist side anyway. That's what flying monkeys do fact of the matter is they know what the narcissist is doing, but they just don't care. So they just enable the behavior because, hey, it's not affecting them, right? But anyway, another thing that they'll do, they'll sabotage finances, okay? Now, a narcissist will basically, they may do a grand gesture. They may do something great and big. And you may think that it's a generous, a generous gift or something that, you know, that they're, they're giving in, in, in form of generosity. When in reality, what they're doing is they're creating a dynamic of obligation. So because they did something for you, they are going to expect something in return. May not be right then and there at that moment, but they will expect something in the future. When sabotaging finances, when it comes to a narcissist, whether it's in a family dynamic or in a relationship, a narcissist can be very irresponsible in any aspect when it comes to finances. Now, these financial irresponsibilities can include 
getting loans in your name, okay? Um, if, let's just say, for example, you're living with the narcissist, they'll have the bills, utilities, and everything put into your name where you will have on paper that obligation to pay, even though they tell you, I'll pay half or I'll pay this, because fact of the matter is, is that if everything is in your name and they choose not to pay for it, you're still obligated to pay because it's in your name. Or they may go as far as expecting you to pay for everything while they hoard their money. They'll save up their money. Okay, mind you, this is under the radar. They'll save their money and expect you to pay for everything, especially if it's a family dynamic, because they look at it as, depending on the relationship you have with the narcissist, they look at it as, well, you should be supporting me. You should be paying for it because I'm your family, especially if they're unemployed. Okay, so if you find yourself questioning or doubting or wondering, well, you know, I'm you, you see yourself paying for things, you see yourself consistently paying for things where you're left without, and meantime, you're trying to find out, well, where what's going on with the money? I mean, you you know, I need you to help me some way, shape, or form. The end result is the narcissist is going to gaslight, all right? They're going to make excuses, they're going to gaslight, or they may even try to spark an argument. And whereas you feel that it's just a losing battle and you just kind of swipe it under the rug, all right? They will tend to, when it comes to finances, if you're dealing with a narcissist, don't mingle your finances with them, okay? Because the end result will be everything falling down on you. And it doesn't matter the type of relationship you have with them. But the worst one is the family because there is that sense of obligation. You feel that sense of obligation and that was instilled. Now, some of the things that a narcissist will never do, okay? First one is apologize. First and foremost, a narcissist is too egotistical, all right? Even when they know they're wrong, they're not wrong, okay? And they need you to see that in your eyes. I'm not wrong. I'm never wrong. I don't need to apologize, okay? They do not apologize for any wrongdoings. And I don't care who the narcissist is in your life, whether it's a relative, love interest, friend, does not matter. They won't apologize. But if they do apologize, it's going to be a false apology, all right? Actually, it's going to be an apology with deflection. They were, they're going to basically negate that apology. So if they do come into you, you know, and apologize, they'll say something to the effect of, I'm sorry you're so overly sensitive and you can't handle my sense of humor. You understand? They put deflection in there. They shift the blame to you. Doesn't matter. Now, the next one is take responsibility. Now, taking responsibility means that you have to be open to the idea that you're going to be criticized. You're going to be criticized for something that you may have done. A narcissist can't do that. Their egos are so fragile and they are so deathly afraid of criticism and being invalidated that they won't do it. They're so used to shifting blame and projecting that they will continually fight with you in regards to their points of view. Taking responsibility in turn means losing control of the situation itself. They won't do that. Okay, so you cannot expect the narcissist to take any responsibility for any actions, wrongful actions at that committed. It's just not going to happen. The next one is self-reflect. Now, we all know that a form of self-reflection is basically going within and seeing what our own issues are and trying to work on them. Okay, a narcissist won't do that. A narcissist is a 
afraid, definitely afraid of their own shadow because their shadow is that traumatized child who received all kinds of manipulative psychological abuse and they don't want to face that. That's why most narcissists won't go for therapy. They won't go for help because it means them facing their demons. They won't take accountability for any of the actions. They won't admit to being wrong. They won't admit to their faults and wrongdoings. They'd rather avoid it at any cost. Self-reflection is not on the list of what a narcissist would do for themselves. Though it's necessary and it can help them really progress in their life, they just won't do it. The next one, act selflessly. Now, a selfless act, selfless actions is actually the antidote to narcissism, okay? Because it's the, it's the opposite of narcissism. Narcissism is selfish, okay? Anything opposite of that is selfless. They won't be selfless in their actions. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it because they have a type of agenda. They have something that they want in return. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, but eventually it will come up and they will want something in return for what it is they have done. So you can't expect them to be selfless, especially since they have been trained to believe that they have to be selfish. They lack empathy. They weren't given any kind of emotional support, any kind of sympathetic support. So in turn, they're not really going to be selfish in any of their actions. And lastly, express true feelings. They won't express their true feelings, okay? An extroverted narcissist, an introverted narcissist, they thrive on attention, all right? The extroverted one would be the one that demands the attention of the entire room. The introverted one is the one who does it, but does it in a passive aggressive way, where they'll play a victim or you know they'll constantly complain to gain sympathy. Okay, you can't expect them to be expressive when it comes to feelings because they were never taught about feelings. They were never taught emotions. They were never taught anything. So they substitute attention. They use attention as a form of what we would constitute as feelings. The attention that you give to them fulfills them in that sense. So you would think that they're feeling, you know, they have feelings, but in actuality, they don't. Narcissists lack self-awareness, okay? And though they don't resonate with emotions, they they thrive off of survivalist in instincts, which is pretty much, I have to survive. It's about me. Forget everybody else. It's, 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 this is about me, okay? And there still is no excuse because at the end of the day, a narcissist or not, you know when you're inflicting pain on someone. You know when it's hurting someone. The only thing that they do is they understand the pain that it's causing you, but they can't sympathize. So they basically understand, but they don't sympathize. You understand? So they're basically going to respond to you the way their creator responded to them, okay? Which is pretty much deal with it. Well, guys, there are more things that a narcissist will do. And there are more things that a narcissist will not do. And I think I'm going to make another video for that. I just wanted to get the main ones, you know, the main ones across. But just keep in mind that, like I say in all my other videos, you are not responsible. So do not 
try to attempt to take any kind of responsibility for any wrongdoing of anyone else other than yourself. You take accountability for you, your actions, and how you respond to things. Everything else that everyone else does is on them, okay? And as much as it would be hard, because it is hard, especially if you loved someone who happens to be a narcissist or happens to suffer from narcissistic personality disorder, at the end of the day, you gotta be selfish with yourself. Your mental health comes first and that's it. So guys, as always, it is my pleasure to be able to make this video for you and inform in more detail on certain uh, subjects of matters that are of concern to us. If you did like the video, please give me a thumbs up. Okay, and stay on the lookout for the next one because I am going to do another video for, you know, more things that they will and won't do so you could become more familiar with it. And for all those who are already familiar with it, definitely please give your feedback, put it in the comment section. You never know who may need to, to read it and see for themselves. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and until next time, namaste. Mm -hmm.